Welcome back to Batting Around. It's Batting Around. It's a baseball podcast. I'm your co-host, Jane Ost. With me, as always, is Lauren. Uh, I am Lauren. <laughs> and Stephen. Yo. Yo. Uh, <laughs> it's it's very clear we've been off for a couple of weeks. <laughs> Happy New Year. <laughs> the theme of this week's episode. The theme of this week's episode is getting back in our groove. Getting That's fired right. up. We're getting back into the into the routine. We're finding our rut again. This is kind of like a new season of the show, you know? Yeah. Season four. I think it's season five. Oh, shit. We're, we, the, like, we haven't really figured out what our, our, our new plot lines are. Yeah. We've got a lot of different jobs now. We're like five years on our lives. We have a backstory in the universe that's happened since then. <laughs> yeah. Minnesota yeah, yeah. has a new flag. That's true. There has been a, a, a rebrand <laughs> in Minnesota, I guess. I think we have a mailbag question about that. We can talk about that later because that's there. There is some funny stuff about that, actually. 2024. I have not <laughs> kept up with baseball at all in the last couple of weeks. Uh, but, you know, it's the it's the winter. It's we are like coming up on spring training in a, you know, a month or whatever. But ooh, it is, it's like the dark ages for it right now. Nobody cares about baseball right now. Anyway, it's football time. You know, this is also the time of the offseason where a lot of the fans that are like, trades are happening uh don't want us to talk about it i don't think friendly red sox fans want us talking about how lucas Giulio is now the top of their rotation right <laughs> i don't think angels fans want to really get into the zach playsack signing too deep i think they're fine just letting those dogs lie the only thing the twins have done is sign josh stalmont to like a nine hundred and fifty thousand dollar contract or something like i saw a bunch of mets fans actually like like oh yes shamanaya yeah two years pretty interesting like no it's not no you guys are coping this is cope you you're not excited about this maybe in like 2022 that would have been cool and it's certainly not the kind of deal that they wanted going into the off season god no <laughs> no 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 <laughs> if that's the biggest deal they do i i think yeah, I guess since we talked last, it's, uh, you know, it's like the Dodgers have just signed more players. <laughs> like, yeah. They're like over a billion dollars committed in this offseason. <laughs> Getting like they just signed Teoscar T- Hernandez yesterday with like this weird deal with also with a bunch of deferred money again. Going to like 2040 or something. <laughs> yeah. At this point, I I don't think the Dodgers are planning to exist in 2029. They must know something. I think they're planning on climate. Like they're building the climate change models into <laughs> the yeah. projections now. They know what Los Angeles is going to be like by the end of the decade. They're like, we'll be out of here. You know, we'll be we'll be leading the climate <laughs> refugees into the Pacific Northwest. This is someone else's problem because the franchise will be, be dissolved by then they'll be right they'll be playing like in, in like the lake tahoe dodgers <laughs> i do love about that too is like i don't know i've seen a lot of blue jays fans just be i don't know, feel like they missed out on him too i think like anytime the dodgers do anything i think there's like a trauma response in a whole bunch of fan bases <laughs> that are just like oh i can't believe they got teoscar hernandez <laughs> like you know, no slight against him but like i think we already kind of blown our wad on the being mad at the dodgers already this this <laughs> season like you can only really throw your hands up and go well fuck so many yeah times exactly before. it's like yeah too much already giants might sign shota imanaga his posting uh timeline ends thursday so once he signed that'll be the last like big international free agent off the market so we can hopefully see some more interesting stuff from whoever's left i wonder when the dodgers will sign him they are supposedly <laughs> not in contention but i would not be surprised if thursday morning rolls around and he's putting on that blue jersey god it'd be so funny <laughs> the giants need to land him if they don't land him they should just they should just fire everyone in the front office <laughs> like straight up they just failed there's an i don't know i've seen 
with a lot of fan bases this season of just like a lot of front offices doing the well we tried you know we were in second place <laughs> and uh i don't know i've seen I've, I've watched the twins do that a lot over the years and man that is just like that has to be the most diminishing returns or the worst diminishing returns of like anything that if the front office can do like i don't think <laughs> it works on anybody at this point no. anymore no <laughs> like there's like AM, even am radio guys know that's bullshit at this point did it yeah. ever yeah oh sh- sure sure yeah mm. long time the dumbest people were always willing to defend the front office i don't know I never really got it. The thing mm-hmm. that's irritating with the Giants one in particular to me, a lot of the people, it's kind of like crossed over into, well, c- crime is really bad. Oh, yeah. Twitter and social that's, media. Uh, it's... That's so awesome. They're like, yeah, San Francisco <laughs> is basically RoboCop. We can't. Uh, nobody wants to sign here. For $50 million over five years, you wouldn't want to live in San Francisco. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, come on. Wasn't, come that, on. wasn't that like bank failure, like one of the real big flashpoints of that becoming such like a huge talking point, like right now, the Silicon Valley bank thing. Oh yeah. yeah they were all just like, yeah, well it's, you know, it's a crime ridden nightmare. Like we should all leave and so do oh, it. Leave yeah. Give normal yeah, people that city back. I saw a post on Twitter where a guy was like, my girlfriend came into town uh, and, <laughs> and she was just scared. She's all, there's all these mentally ill zombies wandering around. He just posted like a three second video of someone like walking out of a target. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, he's afraid to actually film the actual yeah. incident. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay, yeah, dude. And like, and it's like, no, just, yeah, then like, then leave. Then you should just leave. <laughs> yeah, you'd be much happier ruining some other city, like Austin, Ugh. probably. Lu- ruin a city yeah. that like no one cares about. Yeah, a city that wasn't historically really cool. Yeah, you should have a sacrificial city that you can <laughs> that, that everyone can just go fuck up with Silicon Valley money. That's kind of what Miami already is. Yeah, that's that's perfect because then it will all just get washed away by God's fury pretty soon, anyway. <laughs> so like. <laughs> I was thinking like that or like, yeah, like, oh, Plano, Texas or something like let's. I just... was thinking Omaha, <laughs> Omaha. Yeah, we could do could do Omaha. The thing is, they don't actually want to live somewhere where there aren't a bunch of like cool liberal women to like not fuck. Right. <laughs> that's super true. Like, that's why it's got to be Miami. Unfortunately, they don't actually want trad wives like they no. they just want like they just want to complain about how nobody wants to fuck them. That's what they want more than anything else. Yeah, it's a it's a <laughs> reactionary impulse uh, all the way down. Yeah, uh, yeah. Wh- where are we going? <laughs> uh, that's why nobody wants to nobody wants to sign in San Francisco because right. of all because because of the organized retail theft gangs or whatever. They just yeah. give every single like player who's worried about this a cyber truck and call it a day. <laughs> yeah, actually, no. You probably can't insure a cyber truck for a professional athlete. I was just about to say, like, professional <laughs> athletes have to be insured, and like. <laughs> If Fernando Tatis like isn't allowed to ride scooters anymore or whatever, like <laughs> no, but none of those guys should be allowed to get into a Tesla, nonetheless, like a cyber truck. I don't know. I I I kind of hope at this point they do sign show to email. I could just make it an all west a little bit a little spicier. Okay, I've like I've made peace that like I live in flyover country and uh, <laughs> everyone's only gonna ever care about the coast anyway. So I feel like I have to be like a partisan for one or the other. And honestly, the West Coast annoys me a lot less than the East Coast does. Ugh. That's fair. You, and you have the hour <laughs> advantage. Like, you don't have the problem that yeah. East Coast has where it's just like game start at 11 p.m. Yeah. It's a little bit better there. Like, I get that. Nobody, 
in LA is pretending they invented corner stores, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, nonetheless, doing it like every fucking two months. So I think I'm going, uh, the weather's better. Like, I think I'm going West Coast partisan. Who's better? Yeah. On this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so all the big players that sign out there, like, I, that's a victory for me. This, this, <laughs> this is a devastating betrayal. <laughs> I support it. I support. It. I see where you're coming from. Yeah. As a longtime West Coast resident of Phoenix, Arizona myself, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> Both have their own type of uh, American evil. Like I do think California is, is like spiritually extremely evil. Like one of my, one of the most wretched places on earth. Uh, I don't know. Again, I come from Arizona, so it seems fine to me. <laughs> All the really, truly horrible stuff that's, like, happened in Los Angeles. Like, it's, no, that city's demonic. But, like, I don't know. I'd still rather live there than New York, I think. Uh. I think if LA was truly demonic, season two of uh, True Detective would have been better than it was. That's true. <laughs> and I'm not I'm not on that True Detective season two, uh, like, reappraisal train. There's that show, so much that of it. I fucking sucked. I don't get it. I don't get it. I've, no. I don't know. I haven't tried to watch it in a long time, but I didn't like it then. And like every and then I remember like, I don't know, a year or two after that, after it aired being like, maybe I was just disappointed because it wasn't like season one. And I can't expect everything at all to be like season one, you know, so I, I you can't pigeonhole artists or whatever. But like, no, it wasn't good. And now there's yeah, there's this huge reappraisal of it. It's like how there's I don't know, there's so many reappraisals that we don't need new metal does not mm -hmm. need to be reappraised <laughs> no god no like, thank you it's okay for just for some things to suck yeah absolutely absolutely it just sucks it's okay the season three was kind of a bounce back and season four Tony foster looks really good that's all we need to think about right now i didn't like season three at all i thought it was very boring it was a little boring yeah it was yeah. better though i've been catching up on for all mankind oh finally Chain, you um, caught up too, right? Or I did to catch it? up finally. I did finally catch finally. up on the season. I made yes. it to season three. Very stoked. Excited for season four. Oh, it's great. Season two ends on a banger. Season three, I think, takes a little time to get going, but I think by the end, it's pretty good. And season four is just a thrill ride. I'm having so much fun with it. The The music choices are great. Like, mm. I've, oh, I've been so, so satisfied with the music choices in season four. I was worried they weren't going to get season four right but they've been killing it yeah i don't know just like they're pandering directly to me they're listening to the new <laughs> pornographers like while they party in space great good news modest mouse wonderful wonderful and then i i did the catch up on on some of the, the movies that i didn't see that we had talked about before too like i, I watched how to blow up a pipeline oh yeah, oh yeah i did i did too yeah that was uh, fun big I fan it. i watched it with, i watched it with my parents i'm not sure if they liked it or not <laughs> i think they liked it, I think they liked it. <laughs> that was a bit of harder sell than the holdovers though oh I holdovers is great holdovers. did you see paul giamatti with his golden globe at in and out <laughs> last night no he's such a king he's, such a, <laughs> he's a such a king yeah someone took a picture of him like just <laughs> like with the golden globe up on the table at in and out that's perfect i i totally get it like i Love after so any much. kind of re like reward all a, a double double really does sound perfect speaking of movies i just you know point of clarity i don't recommend seeing poor things with your parents which one's that that's the uh, i'm blanking on the name of the director do the favorite um Yorgos Lanthimos with Emma Stone and Willem Dafoe Willem Dafoe's face is all fucked up we love a fucked up Willem Dafoe he's very fucked up in this the only thing I know about this movie is I saw the tweet that was like uh, talked about how in the UK they like censored one of the scenes and it's like, well, no, but this whole movie is about like fucked up stuff. Why do you need to see what's the point of censoring that one thing? 
that's the point of contention. I had that kind of impression, like, oh, it's gonna be like a, a weird, crazy, wacky, over the top thing, like as other movies are. Uh, there, there's like, there's like twenty sex scenes. Oh, uh, well. And I'm, I'm not a prude. I'm fine with sex in movies. I'm just saying, not a great mom and dad after Christmas flick. <laughs> yeah, it's like when I went to a uh, girl with the dragon tattoo with my mom. It's like <laughs> usually I can like watch you know, whatever. We're adults. We don't need to yeah. be, like, super embarrassed by something that's on a screen. It's a fucking movie. Like, whatever. But that one was still just, like, a little, little bit <laughs> much here. Mm-hmm. Definitely not going to be talking about that scene after we, you know, get McDonald's on the way home or whatever. Like, Yeah, uh, I think the, the worst ever for me was when we went on Christmas Day with my grandmother to see Wind Talkers. <laughs> which is... Yeah. First off, not a very good movie. And second off, no. has a lot of people getting burned alive by flamethrowers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think Grandma appreciated that. I don't know. Um, You know who else was at the Golden Globes? Uh, Freddie Freeman. That's true. Oh, yeah. There's a funny shot of him in the background with Taylor Swift. Yeah. Like Taylor Swift gives even a little bit of a shit. <laughs> <laughs> the first time I saw that picture when I was like scrolling, it was like kind of blurry. And mm. I didn't like blow it up and look at the whole thing and i thought it was just ben affleck uh <laughs> didn't even register me that it was that it was freddie freeman like how did they get tickets i think he would have had to use like you know some clout uh maybe have to burn a little couple favors to get those but like that's how you're spending your you know your favors freddie to go to the golden globes <laughs> <laughs> you can't get the oscars okay that's yeah. out but like wouldn't you rather like see the grammys or something there'd be like musical acts or... yeah there'd be like some performances and stuff instead you're just yeah. gonna like you're just gonna like sit around like be like oh there's uh matt damon and like <laughs> you play for the dodgers you probably see celebrities in your near you know periphery all the time that i i think that's probably what it has to have been someone in the stands uh whoever was like the like the first row whoever inherited um uh the ticket from um larry king whoever inherited larry king's ticket was like hey man you know thanks for the cool seats uh or you know thanks for giving my kid a glove or whatever do you want to go to the golden globes i've got a spare ticket that's got to be what happened larry king's extremely buff uh sons Game one, have you ever seen them? Oh yeah, they're huge. They're like slabs of meat. They probably work out with Freddie Freeman. That's probably what it is. That's <laughs> probably what it is. What? Uh, yeah, Larry King has these like two sons. What the fuck? Cannon and Chance Armstrong. They were like the original large sons too. Uh, yeah, just like tall, muscular sons, and he's just like the little hunched over guy. I. It would be <laughs> so cool if like you're 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 playing baseball for the Dodgers you step to the plate it's a huge moment you look over to the front row and you see like <laughs> just this hunched over force ghost of Larry King like Rube, <laughs> trying to lift his arms or a thumbs up like and then you just rocket one to pull one over the left field like flanked on either so side sick. by the massive by the massive stormtrooper size sons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, no, Freddie is like a he's an LA kid, right? He grew up in Southern California. Yeah. This is probably one of those LA things where like, yeah, he's always wanted to go to the Golden Globes since he was like five years old. That wouldn't be that weird for that area. Do you think he had to settle for the Golden Globes? Like he couldn't go to the Oscars? People really do like the Golden Globes. I don't understand why. I think the Golden Globes is like the one that they get drunk at. It's like uh, chummier. Yeah. Yeah. The, the slaves loot let loose a bit more. I do not think I could have, you know, fun in that room. 
just like looking around just like oh look at all these uh insanely rich famous beautiful people <laughs> like I, I don't think i'd yeah, have a good I'm time i'm not a part of it anyway yeah yeah <laughs> yeah like what what could i possibly talk to any of these people about yeah i don't i just don't want to be the ugliest person in a room of several hundred people that just doesn't sound pleasant yeah i know it sounds awful <laughs> <laughs> i mean freddie freeman wasn't that so he is he at no. least has, has that going for him i i just i'm just picturing him with his big toothy grin like just <laughs> i don't know yeah fucking ben affleck watch walks by or something He's, oh my god like it's very <laughs> i don't know that is a funny because it, it looks like he was wearing a very like traditional tuxedo compared to everybody else too yeah no he kept it very formal which i do like i i, I like that look especially on him uh, here's a question he has since he's an la kid since he is strong in the area and because i think it's pretty common in that part of the country to at least take in a couple classes do we think Freddie Freeman could act like not like not like celebrity walk on cameo baseball player cameo on Seinfeld level of acting. But like, would Freddie Freeman have like chops if he was given like a minor part role in like a uh, like a, a prestige biopic? Like the next thing that um, George Clooney directs about some team of underdog kids from uh, some city playing some lacrosse or whatever. Could you cast Freddie Freeman plausibly as like. The, the the assistant coach in that right and get him like a little bit of plaudits my gut reaction is to just say no yeah but <laughs> do you remember when he signed with the dodgers and he was having a tough time and he was like crying even though he just signed like a however <laughs> hundreds of millions of dollar fucking contract to go play for the like the best organization in the league if if all of a sudden i learned like though that was fake he he was acting there. I'd be like, yeah, get this man in everything. Like, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're making Maestro too, and uh, he's good. Leonard Bernstein's much larger and intimidating, like grandpa grandson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Put him he's in everything. All of a sudden, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no, like fuck no. I don't think Freddie Freeman could act. I think the tears at least show he's he he has range. Yeah, you know, put him in classes for a couple of years. He's a he's quick to pick up like the ball. Like he, he could probably yes hand himself to some good places. Okay, give him give him like a year of like acting classes. I bet he would do. He could at least like rise to the level of like playing a Navi in Avatar Four. I I'd hire him for that. Yeah, because that's a very physical job to be a Navi. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of mocap and stuff, and I, I trust an athlete to be able to do that part well. Totally, absolutely. Put him in the next God of War. Yeah, God, he'd be great in God of War. Put him under like Circus's wing and have him play like Gollum because you the, the body doesn't matter at that point. Give him like a year of training. Actually, you want like a, someone who's like total like master of their body, like Mookie, to be Gollum. Like Mookie yeah. is the Andy Circus type, the guy who can just fit into anything. Freddie's too much like the everyman. He'd be able like, to take on like a Schwarzenegger role. Mm. Put him in like the True Lies reboot. I'd love to see Freddie Freeman in like True, True Lies remake Ooh. for Amazon Studios in two or three years. Oh, oh God. <laughs> Are they? Wait. I... Are they actually doing that? I think I heard something about that. I don't think so. They're doing a Mrs. Mr. and Mrs. Smith show with Donald Glover, which is like plot wise yeah, kind of no, similar. It already happened. Lauren. Yeah, it's a it's a TV series. Oh, oh. The, there's a true lies TV series. CBS. <laughs> it's a CBS series, too. I'm going to drink until I forget that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, OK, 
James Cameron doesn't give a fuck what happens after he's done with things. No. Though. Like they made like six Terminator movies that he had nothing to do with. He doesn't give a fuck. That TV, the Terminator TV show had like shooters too. A lot of people really like Sarah Connor Chronicles for some reason. Yeah, it was like a WB show or something. Yeah, like, something like CW that. CW or been, whatever. Might have been like UPN. God. I don't think UPN has existed for a really long time, but that's an old show. That was like 2004, 2005, I think. Okay, maybe it did then. Holy shit. I don't know. No, probably not. I think you're probably right. It probably would have been <laughs> CBS or something. ABC. It could be an ABC thing. Fox. It was Fox 2008. Uh, I just have to know. I'm going to cut this, but I just have to know when the UPN went out in 2006. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. Pretty close. Okay. Yeah. 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 But yeah <laughs> not the same overlapping areas. Don't, don't cut that out. That's relevant. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone listening needs to know that we remember UPN with, with not with a lot of fondness, but we do remember it. On, on Blue Sky last week, I did a post that was like in the future, like there'll be a thing like, jury duty except you'll have to do a podcast about a tv show and people were like asking me like what tv show would i get and i was assigning them to people and no i i remember i was remembering a lot of shows and i remembered a good amount of upn shows for sure oh there were some hits like everybody hates chris was a great show for the, at least the it was a season. good show it was a good show and like enterprise it's like not the best trek series but i think it's aged better than people give it credit for yeah, yeah. While we're just while we're just free association digressing, have I told you too that I've met multiple people in DC whose favorite series is Star Trek Voyager? No, strange, interesting, very odd. They they they're both younger than I am. I think it was their first show. Like oh. they came into Trek with that, and now they're they're like Voyager first Star Trek fans. It's very baffling. Yeah, I, I've never been able to like finish like a season of that show. Me neither. Me neither. I've watched yeah. like a a handful of episodes more than once at most. Yeah, awful. But they're like, no, Neelix is a good character. No, he's not. <laughs> you guys have any New Year's uh, resolutions? I'm just changing the topic because I'm tired of talking about, thinking about UPN. I've been thinking about it because I try to do one every year. Last year, I did. Uh, the past few years, I've done a movie thing. Movie, yeah. Horror was not this most recent year, but the year before, right? Uh, no, horror I do every October in general. But this most recent year, what I did was of all of the new movies i watched the majority of them had to be foreign and i right, succeeded right, right, right. by two <laughs> uh which i was very proud of um this year i'm moving away from movies because i've done movies so many years in a row that i'm gonna i'm going to broaden my horizons don't tell me you're gonna start reading books <laughs> i am i'm going to try oh, i'm gonna try on. um that's kind of no, i need too. people down here in the slap with me <laughs> i read a book <laughs> I read a book this year already. It's January 8th, and I started and finished a book in 2024. What's the um, book? While I was in Chicago, I was just, like, futzing around my friend's apartment because, like, they go to bed earlier than I do. So I was just kind of like, well, I'm alone in the house, like, house. Whatever. And I just grabbed uh, the Song of Achilles off of her bookshelf because I just heard nonstop great things about it for years and years and years. Uh, and next thing I knew, I was 120 pages into it. And I'm like, well, I guess I might as well fucking finish this. So I did. <laughs> and it was great. Now I'm going to try to do at least six fiction, six nonfiction this year. That's a really good goal, I think. Yeah, that's, that's not like fair. an outrageous amount of reading. That's like a reasonable challenge to take. I'm already, on I already have one down, and it's yeah. not even yeah. the. It's, it's the second week in January, so I am. Batting around book club. 
We probably should do that. Hey, I I'm into it. Lauren, what's your what's yours? What's your book themed resolution? Uh, mine is one of my resolutions this year is to read more books. Um, I have also read a book uh, already this year. Mine is far trashier than yours. <laughs> what is it? Amazon uh, book Kindle. I've been on a Kindle for like a decade now. I'm not a, like a physical books person. E reader is what I go with. Uh, recommended something called the Murderbot series to me. Excuse that me. sounds that sounds <laughs> great. I don't feel so dumb about the last book I read now. Thank you. <laughs> but I got the through it in like two and a half hours on the plane. So that was the primary benefit was that as a captive audience. Book really helped on plane. Mm-hmm. I finished I finished my only book that I read in 2023. I finished that on the plane to Chicago. <laughs> it counts. I'm not going to commit to a book related resolution. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll read a couple books a year, but not nearly as much as I used to. I used to read a lot, but uh, my my brain's been just totally ruined, and it's it's hard for me to uh get the get the dopamine hits I need out of a book now, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm gonna try to do. So in 2020, I I made a resolution to stop arguing about Star Wars on the internet. I was just like, this is shit. <laughs> I was like, I don't even like Star Wars or care about Star Wars that much anymore. I'm going to stop doing this. This is just undignified. Like, I'm way too mm-hmm. old to be doing this. Um, and I did. I, I've, like, pretty much stopped I've stopped star- arguing about Star Wars on the, the internet. I'll still, like, say something about Star Wars sometimes, mm-hmm. but I will not engage in argument. Proud of you. So, but this year, I was like, you know what? I should just... You know, spend less time online in general, but I should like really like stop getting into fights and like arguing online. Mm-hmm. Um, and I say this, and less than three hours ago, I said, "Shut the fuck up, idiot!" to somebody on Twitter. So, <laughs> like, I don't think it's going super well. Uh, I mean, that's for us. That's a pretty tame. That's yeah, like yeah, basically yeah. a good day, sir. Kind of. Just I've said a lot of means. Twitter today somebody from baseball Twitter that I haven't seen in a long time popped up with a dumb take and I told them to get medicated um <laughs> there's uh I made a joke about how David Bowie chose to die after he saw his son's Warcraft movie <laughs> like I don't know I've I've been I've been pretty mean online lately so <laughs> I, I I maybe need to need to reel that in if I'm gonna stick I think you had some resolution. good points about the Warcraft movie yeah it was know. really it was real bad Especially coming off of Moon, which is fantastic. I mentioned to this this to you before we started recording, but I have somehow, by the grace of God, been just like I've had no desire to be online in the past like month. I, I've just so like nice. forgotten. Like there, like there have been days when I have not opened Twitter once on my phone, which like for someone as as like brain poisoned by online as me would have been unthinkable even a month ago and i'm like not really on twitter anymore i'm like i pop in retweet a few things and then like leave like i haven't even thought of it again um same thing with blue sky same thing mostly with instagram like i just have not been on social media the past couple weeks and it feels pretty good. It feels pretty fucking good. Mm-hmm. I highly That's, recommend yeah. it. I also don't know what half of you are talking about half the time now, which is very funny. I have like zero for context best. for what's going on yeah. in, on the internet anymore. That's good. I think... Don't reinforce me when I am talking about <laughs> stupid bullshit. 
if I'm just getting crickets, I'm going to have to become a better person. So thank you. Don't worry. I'm going to make sure you don't improve. I'm going to keep you down in the hole with me. Okay. I'm also happy about that because I like my hole. I like being down in the, 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 the horror pit. Okay. I have two quick resolutions and then I think mm -hmm. we should do a baseball resolution each. Ooh, okay. yes. Let's do it. So my two non-baseball resolutions are uh, get better at shucking oysters. I, I started last year. I want to get to like one oyster every 15 to 20 seconds is my goal. Second resolution, I'm going to, I think I'm going to get into fortified wines a little bit. I want to know like mm. one of, wines in general. I don't, I don't really have a sophisticated palate. I think it'd be nice to be able to know like a good port from a bad port. My baseball resolution is to get back to reading real baseball analytics on a good weekly basis not just skim fan graphs once a month not just skim bp you know every occasionally when if someone i like post an article but checking it daily or at least a couple times a week and really kind of getting caught back up on the sabermetric side of the game which i feel like i have drifted away from in the last year uh in the postseason really when it kind of swung back into a in, uh, field of interest for me and i want to double down on that my resolution is going to be i want to I want to visit more minor league parks than major league mm. parks this year. That's, That's a fun. good goal. Yeah. I got a lot of your resolutions are just about ratios of things. It, that's that's <laughs> how my brain works. I think that's smart. No, that's mm -hmm. a good that's a good way of doing it. I haven't thought about this much, but I would like to do a resolution that's not like uh just, you know, don't be a doomer about the twins or something, but mm. That's gonna be hard to to do when I when I get caught up in the things uh, when we get caught up in the season, you know. So that would be like uh, like saying your resolution is to like burn off your fingerprints. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think it would be fun to try to find a way to get back into writing, which I haven't done in a long time. And I think mm -hmm. like doing something, some sort of like little baseball writing somewhere that's you know more than fucking tweets, I think would be fun. Absolutely, that's a great yeah. Pick. That's yeah. Even really if you just put great. them up on the Patreon or something. Mm -hmm. I should try to okay, I'm gonna try to write something and put it onto the Patreon. <laughs> that's what I'll that's that'll be my resolution. That's a great one. I think all yeah. these are fucking great. Yeah. Yeah. I came up with mine just like fucking off the dome and now I'm like shit, I gotta really commit to this. No, this is good. cool. <laughs> yeah, I made sure not to do anything that required me to travel <laughs> or yeah. leave my house. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, nothing that costs money. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be doing that anyway. Oh, for the purposes of this, uh, I'm <laughs> whatever stadium in London doesn't count towards either. Huh. I'm so excited for that. My mom and I got uh, we booked our stuff for the trip. That'll be really fun. That's a great. That's gonna be super cool. We're doing London, and then we're doing we're doing five days in London and five days in Ireland. I want a full report on that sport where they hit the little ball across the field with a stick. Hurling. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> I think that's what they do in there. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not Irish. It's none of my business. Let's do mailbag. This one from Triumph. Inspired by the Pop-Tarts Bowl, which MLB mascot would be the tastiest if made edible? Now, Stephen, you said you didn't know what we were talking about when we brought uh, this that one up That is correct. Earlier. I don't. Lauren, would you like to do the honors of explaining the Pop-Tarts uh, Bowl? This is... Okay. There were several... I. Uh, if you don't know, Stephen, apparently there's a bunch of really dumb bowl games now that are just sponsored by College whatever. Yeah. Oh, oh, uh, oh, this is why I have no idea what this is. Yes. This was an incident that took place before the Pop-Tarts Bowl, uh, which was played between two teams that I don't recall because it wasn't what was interesting about this game. And the way this worked is that they put on the field an enormous uh, like person in a, a giant Pop-Tarts costume. 
Mm. And they had the good sense as marketers during the game to really kind of dig their heels in on the gimmick here. Uh, the Pop-Tart mascot is incredibly excited about people eating Pop-Tarts. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's part of the shtick that's yeah. going to come in relevant later. To the point where uh, a reporter went up to the Pop-Tart mascot with a Pop-Tart and said, can I feed the Pop-Tart to the mascot? And the handler <laughs> who's there with the Pop-Tart says he would love that. Oh, no. <laughs> and the Pop-Tart mascot grabs the guy and force, forces him to feed the Pop-Tart into the Pop-Tart costume's mouth. That's okay. This okay. is the warm-up, Stephen. This is this is the prelude. <laughs> this, this isn't is just, it. No. no, this is these are the notes that are going to come back into play, and and when we revisit the, the 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 main theme here after the game, they wheel out onto the field a, a frankly pagan giant toaster oven with the pop tarts mascot on top of it. <sighs> they lower the pop tart into the oven. Several minutes pass. And then out of the toaster oven comes an enormous edible cooked pop tart that they then feed to the players, the winning team of the winning yeah. team. What? Yes. Who feast on the pop tarts corpse? <laughs> I feel like I'm high. Yeah. It's the best spectacle I've seen maybe ever since. <laughs> it's it's like if they did apocalypto on a college football field. It's flawless. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing made me happier this last year than that probably it was like it was that or like the submarine getting crushed oh the submarine was so good Two best stories yes anyway oh god (laughs) go watch the clip you find it it's so good i'm gonna put a picture into the discord of the um eating the pop tart why why did no one put like the apocalypse soundtrack over that in retrospect we really should have done that (laughs) Mm -hmm. anyway Question from Triumph is inspired by the Pop Tarts Bowl. Which MLB mascot would be the tastiest if made edible? That this is there is absolutely only one answer to this. It's yes. Billy the Marlin. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think that's a better edible animal than like a a cardinal redbird. Yeah, Marlin's gonna be the least gamey. It's like an actual thing that people eat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I think you're probably right. I mean, yeah, probably, but none of us know what dinosaur tastes like. We don't know what dinger tastes like. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Met and Mr. and Mrs. Redlegs. No, that's can- That's just cannibalism. They're close enough to human. I'd be weirded out by yeah. it. That's like eating a dryad. I can't do it. Like eating a dryad? Yeah, that's like it's fucked up. W- I- why dryad? <laughs> I was just picking like a creature that's myth- mythological and kind they of were, close to they were human. in your D D game last week. No, dryad to the top of my head. What? Yeah. No, before I pulled a mer a mer person. Right. I think I think no matter what. If you're eating a mascot, like they're somewhat sentient, so there's a little bit of a taboo there. Yeah. So yeah. I think I, I think, think he's walking he, on two legs. Yeah, I don't. So I think the question of what would be, you know, the most like the tastiest or whatever the, but I think that's not the interesting question here. I think the the question is like, how far are you pushing this taboo? Are you doing it to mm. where it's like more recognizable as cannibalism with like Mr. Met, or are you doing it for like, um? You know, you could do it uh, for Stomper because, like, that's a cute elephant. You know, I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't think that's a. Do people eat elephant? Oh, be, I mean, I'm every, sure they every, do. People have eaten every animal at some point. Yeah. But like, like is I'm, elephant I'm at, like a thing people eat? Uh, I don't think reg. No, I think not like regularly mm. anywhere that I'm aware of. 
the ones I'm thinking of, they're like more on the obscure side of the animal sex spectrum, but they, people do and have historically eaten them are loose seal and TC bear. Mm. Yeah. Um, I don't know what the flavor profile of seal meat is. Um, I know there's indigenous cultures that do still consume seal meat. I know it's historically been something that uh, very brave and stupid expeditioners have eaten in desperation. Yeah. Uh, when their boats were stuck in the ice, that's my primary association with it. And I know people Pick have stuff. eaten bear, but it's supposed to be very like grisly and, and, and yeah. unpleasant. Oh, there's moose. People eat moose. Oh, yeah. People eat moose. Bear's not that great, though. You have to, like, most of the time if you're going to have that, it's it's kind of like a lot of other game where you're better off grounding it up mm. with, like, half pork, you know? Yeah. What's the best uh, bird? Are we thinking eagle? Uh, I don't Whatever the fuck Fred bird is. Parrot? Birds are tough. They're all they're all tough. The meats, they they fly too much. Oh, there's, wait, San Diego yeah. has a chicken. There's, but, a, like, there's a San Diego chicken. Oh, yeah. yeah. San Diego chicken be good. I also want to... I forget that this guy is, is technically a mascot. He might just be a logo. Beer Barrel Man. He's he's filled with like a tasty lager, right? You could make beer can chicken with with Beer Barrel Man <laughs> and a San Diego chicken. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, just pop one on top of the other. <laughs> yeah. Horrifying rictus. Yeah. And look, look, let's stop dancing around it. I want to eat the fanatic. <laughs> we have no idea what that could possibly taste like. Yeah. Okay. I, I do. Here's my case for eating the fanatic. I think there's a situation going on where the fanatic is dark meat and blooper is white meat. <laughs> and I do think you go with the, in that instance, the safer meat is the dark meat to cook. I think uh, eating, eating blooper would place some sort of like dark curse on your soul. <laughs> and you're like, I, and you're, and you're like family's blood for generations. It'd be like eating Jason Voorhees's heart. And yeah. I think he tastes like cigarettes. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. You would be you would you too would become the the cringiest social media poster alive. You are the eat, yeah. Okay. It probably tastes like sawdust. Yeah, final answer. I'm I'm going with the Philly Fanatic. Uh I like this question from Nick. What are the takes that immediately expose someone for not knowing ball? I think the most obvious one is someone who still just like looks at batting average and, and or or uh, baseball wins, but that's just like guys who are 80 years old at this point. They're not really right. like significant mm-hmm. enough anymore. I mean, except for the ones who are still voting that way for the Hall of Fame. Yeah, but there's nothing you can do about that. I think the ones, the one that really, really gets me, and you see like a lot of sports people, like talking heads, make this <laughs> like make this mistake. Like, even, like, the guy's making millions of dollars to talk about this. Like, I know I've heard Colin Cowherd say this, but when they're, like, uh, talking about baseball, they're, like, yeah, then they should trade for a couple of first-round picks. And, like, it exposes, (laughs) like, one, you don't know that you can't do that. Um, Like, two, like, uh, you know, the 27th pick in the first round of the draft in baseball is not, like, nearly as valuable as it is in other sports. Um, Like, once you get out of the first couple of picks in, in baseball it's like it's it's valued much much less like yeah i don't know that one that shoot. one immediately yeah. like shows me like these guys haven't paid attention to baseball in years mm-hmm. like they really only care about like football or football and uh basketball or something but like that that one shows that one shows up a lot for for those type of guys i think also when people are talking about mlb and they think salary cap will fix stuff Oh, yeah. uh, that's also I think that's also like a huge one and it's not and like part of that is just like okay you're exposing that you have like or thought out politics too but also just like <laughs> come on it's not that's that's not gonna fix shit you don't know ball Minnesota flag yeah 
All right, Jeremy Koo uh, says, Jane, what does the new Minnesota State flag mean to you? And then he put up a picture along with that, a screenshot from Blue Sky, uh, where Zach Budrick is, quote, tweeting somebody talking about the flag, and he says, this looks like the flag for a sexual orientation where you only fuck minor league hockey players. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it kind of does. Steven, you've you've done well in the past for explaining visually explaining designs for us. What you know, uh, how would you what, describe this flag to someone who what isn't... we're looking at is a I guess it would be a bicolor flag. Uh there's three colors there. Oh like but yeah, with the star. Yeah. So mm-hmm. the 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 North Star, the Minnesota that is a a icon of Minnesota heraldry or whatever. Big Minnesota thing. Mm-hmm. It's got the North Star on it. It's white yeah. with the star is white. Eight. It's an eight pointed white star uh, on the left in a field of dark blue, and on the right is a field of light blue. And the instead of coming together in a straight line, uh, the colors are coming together at a point, but the point is pointing left instead of what is it's mostly most commonly right right but it kind of looks like the state of minnesota is why it's yeah when i look at that i just see an arrow pointing backward there i mean there they so they held like a competition whatever and Mm -hmm. then they refined the design a bunch i don't they they initially they had it so the part on the right was like a light blue line and then a a white line and then a green line underneath and i thought that one looked a lot better for being like a boring design we almost had like really uh, oh man there's some really cool designs in the old one like there was one of like a loon shooting lasers at a, a walleye <laughs> that one fucking kicked ass that was so sick um for a little while i thought they were going to use the one that kind of looked like the nato flag and that was really scary i was like please don't fucking do that but they they <laughs> there's so many that had loons on them and they were all awesome yeah mm-hmm. we, they, they didn't go with any with of them loon. yeah um this is the, fine. This one, yeah, it's it's fine. It's it is better than yeah. Is it? it I is. like the old the flag. Old one, no. What's wrong the with the old, old flag? The old one, because like I okay, I have lived in or right like on the border of Minnesota my entire life, and I could and like I never remember what's on it besides like there's a barefoot guy and like a Native American riding a horse, and it seems like. I don't know. It's 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 strange. Every, like it's a strange flag. Every flag it, with an overcomplicated crest is bad, including yeah. mine. Pennsylvania yeah. has a shitty flag also. I would love to redesign the Pennsylvania flag. You're going to get a chance probably. They're going to do this shit everywhere cuz I highly doubt that. There's no way they're going to bother doing that here i think this is overall an upgrade and also it made some of the worst minnesota idiots so mad <laughs> oh what what bring us in on some flag discourse okay because that that one that i sent you where it was kind of like the previous uh revision of this uh of the one that ended up being the like actual flag like we have like a big somali population Mm-hmm. Uh, in the twin cities mm-hmm. and a bunch of people are like oh this is the somali flag but it's like no there was like I don't know. There's some. There's oh, like. Oh, it's just uh, a star. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like the green. Yeah. Yeah, and they're like, "Oh no, you're doing the Somali flag." It's like, no. There's just a white star on a blue field. Like, 
I got some news for you about the American flag, if you think yeah, that's right. what it is. <laughs> and also saw a bunch of people being like, this looks like one of them transgender flags. <laughs> and like just losing their minds because like Minnesota Republicans are like truly some of the dumbest fucking Republicans that are there there are out there and like truly incompetent. They just got furious about like the most innocuous fucking design in the world and just looking for any, any, any little thing to get mad about. It is genuinely mm-hmm. hard to look at this and get mad. It yeah. is it is boring. Like being bored just... by it is the strongest opinion that I negative opinion that I could possibly exactly. conceive of about this. Flag. And there's a lot I... of them just like pretending they like love the old design. It's like, no, you didn't. No, you <laughs> no, fu- you no one. Fu- no, God, <laughs> shut up. I like it still. It's old timey. I like old time stuff. I prefer I prefer the other like I just saw when clicking through there's like a different North Star flag that looks really cool, but like yeah, I'm yeah. it's whatever. I love the one that had the two headed loon. That was so sick. <laughs> it was like to like a for like a Twin Cities sort of deal. But it also was wonderful because it coincided this is what this happened like around Christmas. And around that time also was when a lot of Hall of Fame ballots were coming in. Mm. And like a big thing with like the Hall of Fame ballots is like Joe Bauer has been getting a lot of votes. Like he's there's still a lot to come in, but like he's well above the 75 Mm percent. And the people maddest about that are Minnesotans, like the dumbest (laughs) Minnesotans. I really liked how Randbalt Stu put it where he was like, you know, Joe Maurer making him the Hall of Fame would be the worst thing to happen to a subset of Minnesota sports fans since no fault divorce. And like <laughs> Yeah, just like the 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 worst fucking Anoka County idiots that spent all of Maurer's career talking about how he was like a pussy and uh he should give all the money back and stuff, uh are just furious that he's looks like he might get a Hall of Fame on the first ballot. So it's been great. They're getting mad about the flag. Like somebody's Christmas was definitely awful because oh. the the terrible uncle was there talking about uh, Joe Maurer and the flag. Uh, so that's, yeah, it's, it's your update in Minnesota reactionaries. <laughs> I don't know. Is there any other questions that we had to get to this week, you think? Mm. No. Which Emily owner will be on the Epstein client list? That I got pushed back, but also like could be anyone. Just roll the dice. Doesn't yeah. matter. We could, you know, make some reckless reckless speculation, but maybe we'll save that for another one. Yeah, uh, yeah we've been going on for a while here. I want to get this edited and out there for uh, for you all. You've been waiting a long time. So, yeah, let's just end it there. Thanks for following us into another <laughs> new year here. Yeah, should have, you know, more bonus episodes and more episodes, a whole other year of podcast. All right. Thanks, everyone. Bye. You want to put your face-